0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The term is illegal alien or illegal immigrant, and it's completely fine. And the people screaming and yelling about it saying, oh, it's, it's, it's rude, and it's mean, and it's dehumanizing. No, it's not. Let's talk about the people who willfully and wantonly break the law, not in, in having no regard for anybody else, and now tell me that a, a term is the problem. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's so good to be with you. Don't make me talk about Omicron anymore. Don't make me talk about the latest going on with this, this variant as if somehow I'm supposed to lose my mind and we're all supposed to freak out. It's just... It's just nonsense. Is there a variant? Yes. Is it called Omicron? Yes. Not Omicron. Omicron. And based on what we know about a first blush, symptoms more mild than Delta and COVID. It is it is COVID. It's a it's a, a mutation, a variation of, of, of variants of COVID. You don't lose your sense of smell, you don't lose your 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 sense of taste. You just you just don't. It, does, it doesn't create the same issues. Is it contagious? Sure. That's what they say right now. Deadly? Nobody's talking like that at all. And how, and how would you know? How would you know they have a long way to go before getting there? Before figuring it out? But didn't stop the markets from absolutely freaking the you-know-what out. They freaked out on Friday. They were down, were they down like 900 on Friday? And then they were up uh, like like 200, 300 yesterday. And then uh, in the Dow futures today, we're we're down over 400. And there's a moment uh, the markets were down 250 points. And who knows where it's going to end up? Because the markets don't know. They don't know how... They're going to how, how, how the, the Biden administration is going to work uh, to see how they're going to work. Meaning, will you see shutdowns again? Will you see lockdowns again? Will you see insanity reign supreme? And the answer is, oh, hell yeah, you're going to see insanity reign supreme. Which is why I want to talk about this idea of a legal alien. was a story from the Associated Press. Um, and it starts like this. Luz Rivas. Remember seeing the word on her mother's residency card as a child. Alien. In the stark terms of the government, it singled her mother was not yet a citizen of the United States. But to her young daughter, the word had a more personal meaning. Even though they were going through the naturalization process, it meant the family did not belong. You just stop right there. No one is interested in what it meant to this child. Now, that's a harsh thing to say. Uh, uh, okay, um, let me talk to the kid. I'll see if I can say it nicer. You want to be offended. We are unworried. When you become an American, we're going to say welcome. And you know what we've said already? Welcome. Because no one's thrown you out. How do I know this? You're complaining about words on a card. See? We're far more welcoming than you're giving us credit for. And maybe you should give us much more credit. And we'll welcome you as we always do. And wish you nothing but the best. Now go earn it. There. Was that so tough? Was that so difficult? The term is illegal alien. And I'm not worried uh, that Luz Rivas, who is now an assemblywoman in the California legislature, is offended by it. America is the place that called you an alien and allows you to become a member of the General Assembly in your state. You become an elected official. Best of luck going to China and doing that. And you're complaining, oh, it was so tragic, it was so it was, it, 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 it was I was shook, I tell you, I don't know what country you came from, but I guarantee you you would have been much more than shook in that country. People risk life and limb to be here because here is better now i in the early days of Twitter, so this was 2010. I mean, I've been on Twitter for a, a good long time. Uh, I, I was on Twitter when people used it to figure out where they were going to grab a beer that night. I swear to you, that's a true story. Um, I once said of Mexico that the problem with Mexico is that they have an absolutely awful culture. I was discussing it politically. Oh, I got yelled at. How could you say that about Mexicans? What are you, what are you talking about? That's not the conversation I'm having. And then you realize it's, it's Twitter. There's no context. Even though I'm engaged in a conversation about context, people don't use context. And, uh, the first time I was like, oh, wow, this could be, this could be pretty bad. And, and it certainly turned out to be so. But if you want to make an argument that all is well in Mexico, you, you can. If you want to make an argument that things are better in Mexico than the United States, I guess you can. But no one fights to live in Mexico. A couple of expats with a few million dollars fight to live in Mexico. But mostly, people are looking to get to Mexico so they can get to the United States because it's better. It is decisively better. That should be recognized. Part of the rule of coming to the United States is to recognize that it's better than where you came from. That's not an insult to your heritage. Because if you actually gave a good, holy you-know-what about your heritage, you'd stay. My grandmother, bless her soul, didn't give a good, holy damn about her Polish heritage. She was only thrilled to be an American. To have been able to get out of Poland. To say goodbye to her mother, whom she never saw again her family she came with four other sisters it was five sisters but one of the sisters was sent back when uh, she got to America ear infection that's a true story got sent back to Poland in the nineteen thirties to be in America to actually be free to have a chance at a life was everything do you think she cared if somebody called her an alien She was a Jewish girl from Poland. They called her worse. You know what she did? She went to night school and she learned English and she got married and there was a family and she's got now, uh, now, since passed away, great-grandchildren all over the place. That's what she did. Her and my grandfather built a life exactly as you would want to do, but could only do in the United States. Where you came from, by definition, cannot be better than the place you are in when you're coming to the United States. By definition, the U.S. is better. You know who knows this? Inez Cantor, who just became a U.S. citizen. Inez Cantor Freedom is his name now. He changed his name. Inez Cantor Freedom. And he was talking to Tucker Carlson about it
1: my teammates actually you know were really really happy for me because they knew the struggle that i had the last you know six years uh you know it was a funny joke in the beginning because they were calling me mr freedom and now it became a reality but uh i think my teammates were like the the one that you know was my like my brothers you know um it was just so amazing because their support gave me so much hope and motivation to fight and fight for what's right so i definitely give a lot of credit to my teammates it seems like
0: people who move here from countries that are not free appreciate the freedoms here much
1: more than a lot of us who grew up with those freedoms have you noticed that you know, I feel like, I'm going to just say this and I'm going to be honest, people should feel really blessed and lucky to be in, this, um, be, in, uh, be in America because, you know, they love to criticize it but when you leave a country like Turkey or, or you know, China or somewhere else, you will appreciate the freedoms you have here. Yes, you know, that is so I feel like they should just please, they, they should just keep their mouth shut and stop criticizing the greatest nation in the world. And they should focus on, you know, the, their freedoms and their human rights and their uh, democracy. So this is America. Gave me everything I have. So I, I definitely appreciate uh, the United States of America.
0: See, some people, they they got it. Now, you'll notice that Inez Cantor Freedom is not saying there aren't things that we couldn't work on. He, he He never said such a thing. Working on things is fine. Somehow thinking America is a terrible place because it says alien, you're an illegal immigrant. You're an illegal alien. Too bad. Too bad. You're not even illegal. We just call it alien. It's okay. America has to learn that we don't need to change certain things for people who decide to be offended. What we have to tell them is don't be offended. Grow up. Handle your business. You're a little child, a little boy or a little girl who isn't worth our time or attention. Here's America. Go make the most of it. When we play in these games of, 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 of word manipulation, we're, we're, we're losing focus of, of more important things. We, we we lose focus in the, in the idea of, of where you are is better than where you came from. It doesn't matter if someone called you alien. It doesn't matter. But we make it matter because we want to make all sorts of things matter. Like we want to somehow make believe that where someone came from is more valuable than where they are. My grandmother came from Poland. They, they they didn't give up their religion. They did not not tell me the history of, of, of where they grew up. That That didn't happen. And yet we have an entire society and culture that thinks that you got to hyphenate yourself. My grandmother never once referred to herself as Polish American. To the day she died, she was only upset that she still had an accent. She was an interesting woman embarrassed by the accent as opposed to what we see so much today which is embarrassed by where they live and that's why you need to hear from guys like enos canter freedom because it's not true of everybody you know i was telling that story about uh oroville there's a town there's a town in california called oroville o-r-o-v-i-l-l-e and they just declared themselves as a town a constitutional republic and they put out this declaration it's it's on the 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 city website any executive orders issued by the state of california or by the united states federal government that are overreaching or clearly violate our constitutionally protected rights will not be enforced by the city of oroville against its citizens good now they know that this is symbolic they're, what they're saying is we remember what is important we know what value what what's really valuable and what's really valuable is a society that's actually free and a people that are actually free and don't have some radical government coming down on them and telling them how what to do and how to live keeping them from being able to live their lives the way they see fit we actually appreciate where we are <laughs> that that's what's valuable. That is what is important. So I, I thought there were important stories to share. In California, you've got somebody upset that somebody illegal is referred to it as an alien, and then you've got other people who want to make sure that everyone remembers that the citizens have rights, because the citizens do have rights. And then you've got people like Inez Cancer Freedom, who get to call themselves now citizens. And before he was a citizen, he was a resident alien. Or maybe an illegal alien. But the country said, come on in. We've discussed this on the show many times. I oppose illegal immigration, and it should be stopped with force. Legal immigration should be worked, and we should be saying welcome. One of the few advantages we have as a nation is that we can grow a population just by saying, come on in. But we should be sure that people want to uphold to a standard and to a value and recognize that we are indeed better than where they came from. They don't have to forget where they came from. I don't think people should forget where they come from. But you might want to be thankful that you're here. I'm Tony Katz. So Biden getting blocked on forced vaccinations, which um, I'm happy about. Uh, the uh, vaccine uh, for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, uh, the, the, uh, the, the mandate, did not receive approval um, from Congress to mandate vaccinations for health care workers. And uh, you've got a judge from the Eastern District of Missouri that blocked the mandate in 10 states. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's great to be with you. Meanwhile, hospitals are getting ready to lose staff over the vaccine mandate because people are like, I don't want to do this. So we have to ask ourselves, are we better off? Are we better off with mandates? And there's been a lot of nuttiness. A lot of nuttiness regarding uh, the vaccines. Like, talking about what, uh, oh, what's his name? Eric Swalwell, this He's a schmuck. <laughs> I mean, he's just hes just a, a, a dope. Eric Swalwell, the Democrat from, from California. I'm losing my COVID patients. I've tried to reason with the unvaxxed. I've directed some to medical pros. I don't judge, but hear them out and steer them to facts. The unvaxxed love to say it's about choice. But you know who doesn't have a choice? My three kids under five. And then he continues... Blah, 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 you have a right to not get vaxxed. Fine. Then business and government have a right to tell you that you're not welcome to patronize or you can't get on a plane. Because what right do you think you have to expose my kids to your COVID? Stop it. You're vaxxed, you can spread COVID. You're unvaxxed, you can spread COVID. What are you doing? How proud is this member of Congress to not know anything about science? And then he screams, the loony carnival barkers at the school board meetings do not reflect where most parents are. Your unvaxxed status is creating new variants. So get your damn shot or stay inside your house, but don't mess with my kids. Tough guy. You think being unvaccinated creates variants? I didn't know you could be this ignorant and be a member of Congress. And Bernie Sanders is a guy who thinks that communism works. And still Eric Swalwell's kicking his butt. This is ignorance of the highest order. Ignorance of the highest. As for the these forced vaccines at which, which I oppose. We're not better off when we lose doctors and nurses. Holy cow, losing nurses. I hope you're ready. You no longer have the nurse who's been there for 22 years. You have the nurse who's been there for three and a half years. And I'm not saying that that nurse isn't good. I'm saying that without the 22-year history, you're losing that institutional knowledge. People are going to die. Not because I say so, but because it makes perfect sense. And they will tell you that. The doctors and the nurses and the staffs, they will tell you. How important institutional knowledge really is. Because it's incredibly important. But they're going to they're gonna lose it. They're, they're going to lose it. It's going to be gone. And we are the ones who will suffer. I think the vaccine works. I think force is ridiculous. And there should be a question as to why so many healthcare professionals don't want it. That's a fine conversation. It is curious, don't you think? It is absolutely positively curious. Oh, and and Eric Swalwell uh, proves that anybody can be elected to Congress. Anyone. There are, there are no rules. There are absolutely no rules. You can be as ignorant as you want and still get elected. It's pretty sad. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. So there's now a leak of Chinese government documents that show Xi Jinping's personal role, as Newsweek reports it, in the ongoing human rights violations in Xinjiang. We're talking about with the Uyghur Muslims. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Somebody get this to LeBron James quick. Oh! Oh! And so we got the LeBron James story right and wrong all at the same time. I had people reaching out on Twitter, like, angry with me. It was like, settle yourselves down. Here's the story. LeBron James is playing in Indiana, playing uh, the Pacers. The Lakers, unfortunately, won. And uh, towards the end of the game, there are two fans sitting courtside. He has them thrown out. And the question is, why in the world does he have him thrown out? I asked producer Ari. And producer Ari says uh, it was something about uh hoping your kid is in a car accident. Right? That's that's how you saw the story. And not only did you see the story, it was there from like Yahoo Sports. Like you found it. Yeah, I and didn't that, make it up. I saw right. I read the article. And so that is that's that's what I heard. And so he tells me, and I'm like, that's crazy. And we got into a whole thing about it. Then some other people were reaching out on, on Twitter at Tony Katz on the Twitter box. And they, and they say, well, no, 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 no. This was, this was about LeBron James dating 17-year-olds. I'm like, what? Okay, look, I, I know what my bag is and, and, and ain't. And sports ain't my bag. I don't, I don't keep up with every uh, rumor. What in the world would they be talking about with LeBron James and 17-year-olds? Do you know anything about that, Ari?
1: I mean, LeBron's been married for like 20 years, so I don't,
0: I don't know. I have absolutely no idea what that means uh, either. So, like, all right, uh, so maybe, it, maybe it was that. I'm like, all right, maybe it's that. And then Ari's like, no, no, no here's the article and more. And then Ari's like, no, wait a second. Uh, everybody, everybody's got this wrong. Everyone, here's what the story is. So, producer Ari, I'm asking you, why did LeBron James have these two fans thrown out? There was an obscene gesture directed
1: towards him that. Did, he did not like.
0: What was the obscene gesture? Could you explain said obscene gesture? Nobody knows. What do you mean nobody knows? There is no report on what the gesture was. I think you could probably
1: guess, but I uh, I, I don't know. It, that, that, the issue was the gesture.
0: I, I have to tell you, it, I, I can guess some obscene gestures, but I can't guess all of the obscene uh, gestures, so I can't, you know say but if, if it let, let, let's say the basic obscene gestures is the, is the finger you give them, you, you take your middle finger and you put it in the air and people are like oh my gosh that's offensive but if, if you have a middle finger people are like hey you're normal it's very strange and so if that's the obscene gesture that got somebody thrown out we're all nuts and again i'm not 100 percent sure if it's right or wrong but everybody was talking about it yesterday, and, and it was people reaching out, and some people were getting angry, and I was like, all right, this is, this is, what, I, this is what I know. This, 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 this is what I've got. I'm, I'm going to leave it right here. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. But now what I need is for people to go to Lakers games and have these papers, the Xin Yang papers, and give them to LeBron. LeBron, learn what's happening to Uyghur Muslims here. Here, LeBron. Like, like I, I don't know if you can get thrown out for that. They should bring them to games by the thousands. It's 317 pages. 317 pages. Uh, includes statements from G himself. So you go back to 2014, and he tells Cadres to prepare to solve problems, quote-unquote, in the region. Uh, and then it was at that t- time where Xi and the Chinese Premier uh, 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 Li, Li Kikwang, I think how you, how you pronounce it, they demanded policies implemented by the mid-2010s. They have been working on this re-education campaign for five years. Now, none of us needed paperwork. None of us needed paperwork to, uh, to know that China is the problem. That China uh, really uh, objects to the idea of free and thinking people. Uh, that China is the enemy of the rational minds. Uh, that communists are the enemy of all people. We didn't need to. Know, we we didn't need proof of this. We knew this. The question is, when you take people like LeBron James, who will tell you that others need to get educated, will he? Will he use this? Will he do this? Will Will, will he take this information and learn from it? I love how people like to say, well, you know, he's donated millions of dollars to children and, and open schools. Well, that's great. That's what he did with his money that he made off the backs of, of those engaged in slave labor. But if he knew about the slave labor and learned about the slave labor, he could still make money. He just wouldn't be supporting that. Wouldn't we all be better off? What would let, Let's ask the question this way. Turn it all around. Uh, I'm not arguing that someone can do with their money what they will. They can. What would be more valuable? opening up a school or putting an end to torture what would be more valuable opening up a school or utilizing your massive profile to stop people from being abused which which one you you can't rank them okay you can't rank them i think i can Because the question is, why can't he do both? And the answer is, of course he could do both. If LeBron James, I think the number I read was $41 million this year is what he donated out. If he had donated out $37 million, but it helped to put an end to torture of Muslims in China, wouldn't we still think he's a good guy? Would we have said, oh yeah, the Muslims aren't getting tortured, but where's that extra 5 mil? Nobody 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 would say such a thing. So the question is, why does LeBron James continue to do this? Why does he say things like uh Daryl Morey, the former general manager for the Houston Rockets, wasn't educated? What education has he done? What has he learned? There's a list of alleged violations in Xinjiang, uh the um set to revolutionize our understanding of how the atrocities evolved and the relationship between uh, Beijing and the regional authorities. Well, the relationship is simple. Do what we tell you to do, or you will all end up in a prison camp with the Uyghur Muslims. I mean, that's... that's, that's th- You need anything else? Pretty sure... Not being an expert at these things. Oh, wait, being maybe a little bit of an expert at these things. You don't need anything else. Then uh, there's the story out of LAX. What's so interesting about this story is that I know the person who shot the video. And I have I have done work with her on Fox News. And I I, I can't believe she said it. I mean, how things have changed and people have changed. The story is about a woman who ran onto the tarmac, tarmac at LAX. So LAX is the Los Angeles airport. She walked through a door to a gate, down the steps onto the tarmac, and was trying to get to a plane. I don't know if she was late for it and figured that somehow she could get on it if she did that. Wait, where was the TSA? She was, al- she was already through security. Still, that you could just walk through a door and get up to a plane, like, that's alarming. Uh, pretty much so, and I'm not saying no. And the, the ground crew is like, whoa, 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 lady, lady, and they're, they're trying to stop her. But nobody tackled her, nobody, you know, hit her, nothing like that. Enter Teslin Figaro, who I've had on the show before. Teslin is black. Ex- plays in this story. And she, she took the video and she says, wow, I'm sitting here at LAX airport and this white young lady, she was white, runs out the door on the tarmac trying to wave a plane down. It seems like it took the police forever to get here. If she were black, she would have been shot with no questions asked. And I said, oh, Teslin, look what you just did. If you were trying to make a name for yourself, you just did it. Look how woke you are this woman opens the door to gate 12b runs down the stairs this girl ran past me and ran out the exit door down the steps onto the tarmac to stop a plane a southwest employee ran down the steps to stop her the police eventually showed up and handled her with care i recorded because i do not see black people treated this way that's why you recorded that's why you record what what would you have rather they had done see she sounds like she's mad that this girl didn't get a a billy club to the head now i will tell you i would not have cared if someone had tackled her and in the tackling her broken her nose it wouldn't have mattered to me at all you know what i would have said if that was a story that that someone tackled her and she broke her nose i would say well yeah you you went onto the tarmac what do you think was going to happen what did you think was going to happen? How do you think these things work? But no, no one, no one did that. The woman appeared, as the story goes, to be extremely distressed as she ran around the tarmac while trying to escape the clutches of a man who was dressed in black who attempted to restrain her. She actually got close to the aircraft. Girl runs onto the tarmac. Guy runs onto the tarmac. Uh, clearly, they're a little crazed. Clearly, there's a problem. That's that's clearly the case. But Figaro uh, writes, or is it Figaro? I think it's Figaro. I'm amazed at how gentle LAPD is with this white girl that ran on the tarmac at, at LAX, which is a federal offense. No weapons were drawn. They brought the firefighter for medical attention. She's angry that this girl didn't get beaten. She's angry that this girl didn't get shot. As opposed to saying, that's the way you handle it. Make sure you handle it that way for all people. She's angry. That's something else. That's, that, if you want to talk about just the level of the diseased mind and where we're at, there you go. There you are. Instead of saying that's how you handle it, that's how we want to handle it. Isn't that exactly how you want it handled in a world where you don't have police? Right? You're going to reimagine policing. There it was. There it was on full display. Why aren't you in favor of that? Why are you angry about it? You didn't say, I want all people treated like this. You said, why wasn't she beaten within an inch of her life? Why wasn't she hurt? Why wasn't she physically beaten? Why? How dare she still be alive? you're not making the argument that a white person this and a and a, and a and a black person this you're making the argument that it's wrong that the white girl lived uh, that's messed up that's really messed up I I I I, I can't I I don't I don't think I'll be reaching out to say hey how you doing. <laughs> very very weird. I'm Tony Katz. Chris Cuomo should be out of a job because he was do he was doing much 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 more than just lending some moral support to his brother, the disgraced, disgraced, may I say, former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. He was acting on behalf of Cuomo and his team to dig up dirt on women who accused him of sexual impropriety. He was uh, texting with Melissa De Rosa, one of the top aides to, to Andrew Cuomo, saying, "All right, I'll, I'll look into this person. Sure, I'll check into that person. Hey, I got a lead on that wedding girl. That's a girl who had a wedding. Said that uh, Cuomo tried to tried to kiss her. I I, I I got something on that. I got something on that right there. Let me tell you, I I, I, I know who this person is. I'm asking around about that person." You're asking around. So you're using the power of your position to, what, you to, to intimidate? To get information so you can help your brother fight against what is clearly the truth? And you're reporting on it and trying to tell us that you're the decent guy. I mean, if you want just a, one of the, like, it, you a savage bit of grossness check out this love fest and the handoff between chris cuomo and don lemon well, that it's good to see you good I, to see you brother. i know you had a great thanksgiving i hope you did i missed you i'm grateful for your friendship and your love i think that you are fantastic one of the kindest people i know on this planet there you go i'm in everywhere well i am thankful for you in my life it was great to see you having a good time I like the Friendsgiving uh, tradition. Yes. Uh, For us, it was great to be in the house uh, for the first time. And uh, it was all good, man. One memory at a time. It's always better with you, but it was good to know you were having fun where you were. I'm glad you got to Good Lord. Get a room. I honestly think that's Don Lemon saying his goodbye. Because who else would get to keep their job through this? Chris Cuomo lied to his audience about what he was doing, very possibly lied to his audience in his reporting or purposefully didn't engage some reporting and was proactively helping his brother through a sex scandal by possibly engaging in in intimidation against those who were making the accusations. It's a pretty hard thing to try and Me Too your way through, baby that's that's pretty difficult pretty difficult indeed and of course you know the worst part of all of this he 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 makes more money than i do the worst part of it all is that he makes more money than i do that's the killer makes me sad as can be does he have a job in another week I don't know if CNN can take much of this. It just looks so, so incredibly, incredibly bad. I mean, like so bad. I, I, we'll find out. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. This is Tony Katz. Today, tomorrow, everyone.